Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm Marla Martinson, a crystal-loving, tarot-slinging, matchmaker, author, and energy healer. I'm here to inspire you to heal the past, live in the moment, and put some magic and fun in finding your soulmate. This is a place where we talk about all things love, light, how to make your dreams come true, and awaken to your authentic self by consciously creating your reality. Hello and welcome, welcome. Welcome to August, you guys. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. I've been enjoying um, trying to find where they've got the Halloween decorations out already. Uh, it's like a, it's just like a fun game. It, they come out earlier and earlier every year, but it's so funny because me and my friends always say Halloween is not a holiday; it's a lifestyle. So um, I don't know if you love Halloween as much as I do, but it's coming up, and I've got a very magical topic for you guys today and a magical guest. But first, I just want to read something inspirational from Louise Hay's Heart Thoughts, A Treasury of Inner Wisdom. Uh, there is no death. We are on an endless journey through eternity. We have lifetime after lifetime. What we don't work out in one life, we will work out in another. Our spirit can never be taken from us, for it is the part of us that is eternal. No argument can take it from us. No loss of relationship can take it from us. No death can take it from us. Our spirit is the part of us that goes on forever. All the people we know who have left the planet are still here in pure essence and pure spirit. They always have been, they are now, and they always will be. It is true that we will not connect with their physical bodies again, but when we leave our bodies, our spirits will connect. There is no loss. There is no death. There is only a cycling and recycling of energies, a changing of form. When we connect with our spirits, we go beyond all petty things. Our understanding is so great. Our spirit, our soul, the very essence of who we are is always safe, secure, and alive. And so it is. Ah, I just love that, and I love to know that. So today's guest is going to talk a little bit about that and how we tie that into love because I will tell you, one of the biggest questions I get, I do readings and, and uh, you know, I'll have people on the, on the line and sometimes we'll have, get, do readings for people and they want to know, especially the women, they'll call in and say, is my love coming? Am I going to find somebody? Am I going to meet somebody? Will he call? Is he interested? So we're going to talk a little bit about that and how you can uh, tap into your own guidance uh, with Linda Deer. Uh, my guest today, Linda she awakens every day with a passion for sharing what she's learned from being connected. In her book, her memoir, which is fantastic, called Guided, she shares the lessons from her spirit guides and angels so people can create a better life for themselves than they could have done on their own without struggle. Imagine having a relationship with your spirit guides, angels, and others who willingly listen to you without judgment, encourage you to follow your dreams, guide you towards your victories, see you through all your challenges and successes and bring out the best to you and always tell you the truth. So I'm going to bring on Linda right now. Hello, Linda. 
Hello, Marla. Oh, <laughs> that was I'm great. So I I like I liked your message. Yeah. I liked your message from Louise Hay. That was great, Marla. Oh, thank you, Linda. Well, you guys, Linda <laughs> is such an amazing friend and and uh just I've had her on my YouTube show and um I've done coaching with her and her and her husband Ray are phenomenal and I can't wait to, for you to get to know her a little bit. We only have a short show, but we're going to pass as much as we can in. So, Linda, tell people just a little bit about your story and guided, and then we will guide the listeners to how they can be guided in love. <laughs> yeah, that, that's well, and that's really, you know, the soulmate part. I'll focus on that since that's what the show is about, Marla. But yes. um, guided is loaded with examples of soulmates throughout my life. In, in different ways and soulmates the way I have experienced them they are usually three to five year relationships they don't mm-hmm. usually last a lifetime now what I have with Ray uh, there's four parts to guided and part four of guided is where I meet Ray and I miss it but Ray catches it okay when we first mm-hmm. met he felt that he felt that surge he felt that that pull, it's not something you chase. It's something that finds you, okay? This is guidance as it's associated with soulmates, okay? And yeah. I had been married twice before uh, Ray and I met. And we were married, uh, from the time we met, we were married 10 months later. That's like unheard of. I was 51 and he was 52 when we met. There's that 52-year, by the way. When, when mm-hmm. do, you, do you know about the 52-year, Marla? I heard something about it, but tell tell uh-huh. everybody about that. It it the fifty two year is like your new deck, you know, and your playing cards when you uh for playing cards, pay, playing poker or, or whatever, there's fifty two cards in the deck. There's no mm-hmm. accident. That used to be mm-hmm. by the way, the, the playing card deck was the original tarot deck. Okay? Right. Before they right. turned okay. it into a game. Okay. They turned it into a game to disguise its true power. Right. Right. So there's 52 cards in a deck, and when that 52nd card is up, your life is, is your old life is over, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's a lot, a lot of times, that's when people will check out. That, that's a defining time in a person's life. But if you don't check out, then you, you, you evidently, your soul, signed up for, you know, to, to stay on for the long term here, you know? Longer than 52 yeah. years. And, and everything changes and nothing's ever the same. So going back to the soulmate, Ray and I, when we were connected, we were literally guided like two times in one day. I bumped into Ray. We were at the coffee shop, and, and he was there. And um, we looked at each other, and there was that moment. I talk about that moment many times with the people I work with. And I ran. I was like, oh, my God. I don't need another relationship. I'd been through two marriages, and the last one was, you know, I was done, Marla. And I told my guides, I said, listen, if I meet the right one, give me a sign. Yeah. And I met Ray on the 28th of February, 2004, and it was about two weeks later they showed up, they came, or 10 days later. They came through a phone call I had. I was talking to one of my girlfriends about, yeah, I met this guy, but he's married. You know, I never went with married men. So he was off. Ray was not a contender. 
I was not letting him in, okay? He was married. That was my number one rule, no married guys. Okay, so through the phone as I'm talking to my friend comes a voice that tells me, like the old party lines. Yeah. Do you know the old? Okay, the, yeah. where you hear somebody talking them. over your voice. Okay. Yeah. But they came through the phone line, and they said, lose your rules. He's the one. And wow. I dropped the phone. What? Oh, my <laughs> God. I told them to give me a sign. I was done with this yeah. thing about picking my partners, okay? So they they let me know, you know, not only was that, that no accident that we bumped into each other, we bumped into each other twice the same day. I ran away the first time, and the second time, mm-hmm. he cornered me in the gym, literally cornered me, okay? Marla, mm-hmm. I had no place to go. Ray's a really sweet guy. I don't mean that he yeah. was, you know, ridiculous, right, but right. it was it was <laughs> obvious that this was going to, to continue in some form, all right? So um, it, it played out, and, you know, when they told me that he's the one, it was like four days later, you know, we, we made a connection that just, we've, we've only been apart two nights since we've been together uh-huh. for 15 years. Oh, my two gosh. Nights. Wow. Okay, Ray and I are yeah. together all the time. We work together. Uh-huh. We, we, we yeah. uh, you know, we do everything together 24-7, 365, 15 years of that, okay? And we yeah. like each other, and we get along, and there's no, there's no, um, if there is an argument, okay, if there is one, <laughs> there's yeah. no grudge, okay? What right. I'm trying to say here is with a soulmate, Here's what I've experienced, and I've had many of them. I had Mary. I had Mark. I had Candace. I had Ray. Uh-huh. I, I didn't talk about the other four. But um, mm-hmm. they are the kind, of, they're the kind of people that you, that you don't have to forgive for anything. You guys are yeah. tight. You come from a soul place within each other. You've lived many lifetimes together. You really like each other. And you really right. know how to help each other and support each other. Yes. But doesn't that's a, a soulmate, that's what, okay, now, now, aren't they there to teach you things, though, too? They could really kick your butt? Oh, yeah. And, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if anyone thinks a soulmate relationship it is an easy relationship, it's mm-hmm. only as hard as you resist it, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When I met in um, in Guided, I talk about Mary. Mary was my first, the first girlfriend I ever had. I was 27 years old. My mm-hmm. mom, you know, kept me from going near women. I mean, I didn't want any girlfriends. I didn't want any female friends, okay? Yeah. Mary broke down, she broke down my door, so to speak. She was the, my, the first soulmate I had in this life. And mm-hmm. she came through and she was funny. I mean, she did all the things that triggered, you know, me lightening up and starting to enjoy my life again. She made me feel mm-hmm. happy, you know. And then the intensity started. Soulmate relationships are all intense. Okay. So, Linda, was this a romantic relationship with this one? No, or no. Just friend? No, no. She, okay. she was a friend. I didn't see. Okay. And here's another thing about soulmates. You don't see them coming when they show up. Okay. And they show up. Mm-hmm. Here's another critical part. They show up at a pivotal po- point in your life. When you're about to go through a massive change or a, gro- a massive uh, spiritual growth spurt, 
Your soulmate mm-hmm. will be sent in. Now, they just didn't show up. There was, there's no accident. It wasn't a coincidence. Right. Your guides send them in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's powerful, man. It is so good. Yeah. You know. So uh, with Mary, I'll just jam through these. Okay. Mary. Yeah. In Mary's case, I didn't. A lot of times, what will happen is the soulmate that you encounter, one of the two of you will recognize the soulmate connection, but the other one won't. The other uh-huh. one will be busy running from you or not – they don't want to get involved or they don't want to hear – they don't want to really talk about that stuff. And, you know, they're trying to avoid it. They're resisting it, okay? While the other okay. person in the soulmate relationship is really, really intense and determined to see that this, that this friendship it, it solidifies, okay? Mm-hmm. So I have to call soulmates friends. Soulmates are friends. Okay. They can be your lover, like Ray and I. But I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, Ray and I are friends first, Marla. All right? Oh, right. And so yeah. when you have friend, a friend in your life, when you have a true friend, I mean, this friend, they would, I mean, they would give it up for you. You know, that's your soulmate. Okay? Yeah. They give yeah. you. You're one with them. They love you into your core. Mm-hmm. They love all your faults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why they're there. They're there to yeah. help you work it out, smooth it out, yeah. and hopefully even heal it. But that's your call, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And, and so healing Mary, ourselves, right? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's oh, a big yes. – because a lot of people are in these relationships, but they're blaming the other person, and then they're in their reactions and knee-jerk reactions to everything. But it's, it's self-mastery. That maybe the, the, that person will, because I, I meet a lot of people, too, that are in these, especially women that are older, or maybe they have kids or whatever, and they're in relationships that they're really unhappy, but they don't feel they can leave. It could be money. It could be fear. It could be kids. Yeah. And then there's bickering, bickering. But this might be there to teach them self-mastery, self-mastery about how to react, how to rely on themselves, right? Yeah. What do you it, think about that? That's a tough you know what, Marla? That's just hard. I, I mean, yeah. I've been in those situations where I was married twice before Ray, and mm-hmm. they became they became. I couldn't tolerate those relationships. Those were not my soulmates, by the way. A soulmate okay. is somebody. See, when somebody's in a situation like that, they're sleeping with the enemy. There's no question about it. Yeah. That is so yeah. far from a soulmate. If they think they, if they thought, here's another thing. People go, well, they used to be my soulmate. No, they didn't. Yeah. No. If if they're not always your soulmate, if you don't always feel fond of them and cherish right. them and are grateful you have them in your life, even if it was just for a short time, they were not yeah. a soulmate. Okay. They were just there to teach you something and that's it, probably, right? Yeah, yeah. they were they were there to let you know what a bad decision looks like. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Right. Because right. I made I made two of them, and I can't say they were bad decisions, Marla. They were stepping stones into mm-hmm. finding my my own, you know, myself and and what was right for me, and and to quit settling for anything less than what's really good for you, you know. So yeah. sometimes we have to go through that. I don't know. I wish it wasn't that way, but it's it is that way many times, you know. And some it people, is, and I they, have, they, and, they uh-huh. can, yeah, go ahead. Some people yeah. connect with their soulmate right out of the gate. 
I'm like, wow, I see that can happen, you know, but it doesn't happen often. No, and there's so much struggle, and there's because as a matchmaker, I'm matching up people, and then they often break up three, six months later, and we have a big divorce rate in this country. A lot of the women will tell me, oh, I was, I was dating a guy, and I found out he was a narcissist, and I hear a lot about narcissists. I hear a lot about you know all these of these things, and um, everyone's a nar- Marla. Everyone's a narcissist. Everybody, <laughs> we're all a narcissist. I mean, I hear that too much. I. It's like, wait a minute, we all have some part of that in us, you know, okay? Right, so, you yes. know, it, it's, not, it's not playing a victim to this thing. It's saying, okay, right. this, is how the, this is how the game is played, okay? And this is how mm-hmm. it really works. And when you, when you bump into a soulmate, uh, what I was talking about earlier, is many times mm-hmm. only one of the two of you will recognize it's a soulmate, okay? But eventually yeah. the other person will recognize it because the person who recognizes it won't leave you alone. Ah. Okay. For for example, I'm going to blow I'm going to run through something real quick here. Mary. Okay. When I met Mary, Mary my friend, my first girlfriend who who her and I, man, we were we were we were on a spiritual journey together to figure this stuff out. She had just been out of her first marriage and I was just yeah. out of my first marriage. Oh my God! And then the, the the guides put us together. It was guidance, Marla. All all this is mm-hmm. guidance, and put mm-hmm. us together. And we we were we were man. We were up until two o'clock in the morning smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee. Those were my cigarette days, and and um, we just puff away and just you know get into it and really you know even you know really get enraged about what happened to us. You know, right. Right, right. Of course, nothing happens to you, you know. Everything happens for you. Okay, and we really worked through some hardcore stuff. I'd say that she was my most intense soulmate ever. And then her uh-huh. her son, Mark, comes at me uh-huh. about, what, three years later. And her son, okay. And yeah. um, I was just, I was out of my old, my, my marriage, and, at a, and I was into my new life. And I was literally lost in the forest. I did not know. Uh-huh how to have a relationship with anybody, Marla. I was so cautious Mm. about, you know, what was going on with me at that time. And Mark remembered the the soulmate connection we had, but I didn't. Plus, he was her her son. What the hell is that? Okay? So you never know who your soulmate is. And when Mark was killed, Mark got in a a head-on car collision in my car with my daughter in it. Oh my God! Okay, okay, yeah. and that—that that, it was mind blowing the shift I, that my lo- life took on when he died. Mm-hmm. I it completely mm. changed. Uh, it's like I had all this stuff in my hands. Like you had your basket full. I dropped the basket of of uh, everything I intended to do. Everything was a repeat from the past that I didn't let go of yet. It was all the stuff that uh, the fears I had and stuff. They were gone marla okay mm. that soulmate mm-hmm. blew my mind that's chapter 15 of guided okay that was freaking right. mind-blowing and then after um after years later i got out of my second marriage okay i got married a second yeah. time and when i got out of that marriage i met someone by the name of candace mm-hmm. and when i met candace i rem- i remembered our soulmate connection but she didn't because her ego was too 
involved. She was she would not. She had too many stubborn issues that wouldn't let her recognize it. Okay, and that that was um, my new life. Okay, Re- enjoying my freedom out of my second marriage, and then I meet Ray, and Ray uh-huh. comes into my life at, at a time when my life was just fine. I didn't need any any bad relationships. Okay, and I that's when I handed it off to my guides and I said, listen. If I meet the right one, send me a sign. And that's yeah. how Ray came into my life. Oh, it's beautiful. And, and uh, you and Ray are just such a great couple. I know you both. And, oh, my gosh, it's oh. just a great example of, of that uh, great and, connection. And I want to say, yeah, and I want to say this yeah. about that. It's the only yeah. relationship I didn't pick. Mm, right. Yeah. See, that, that's really important. When we're, when people are out picking their relationships or chasing a relationship, I, I mean, really, yeah. that's, that's fatal to start with, Marla. If it just doesn't show up in its own way, at its own timing, in its own beautiful form, that sent as a gift from the universe, here mm. it is, okay? That is going to be a soulmate times a thousand. So what do you think about people doing online dating and looking and is, does that hold that kind of looking desperation type okay. of thing or what do you think? I, well, here's, here, here's how they need to think about it. When they go out okay. and do that, look at it, look at it as a research project. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out. I'm going to try this. I'm going to meet these people. I'm going to see what, what's going on out there in the world, what the mindset mm-hmm. is, how, you know, what, what a disturbed relationship could look like if I got involved with that person or what, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, keep it, you keep it at a distance. You don't let that stuff suck up your life. You don't try mm-hmm. to make it into something. Don't make shit up. Yeah. So, so go out there, accept some coffee dates, meet people. If something clicks and it's really great, great, but don't put too much on it. Don't expect uh, each person walking through the door, oh, is that my soulmate, right? Like, right. Um, yes, yeah. that's right, Marla. And here, here's the key. Here's how if, you're, if the people you're working with are really serious about meeting the right person and quit, you know, playing this, you know, revolving door of relationships that, you know, ex- explode and just all this mm-hmm. drama, trauma stuff going on. What they need to do every time they, they meet with somebody, they need to literally use it as an as a educational tool and mm-hmm. use their journal. They need, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nutcase for these journals. You, you've oh, got yeah. to write it down. From the time I was seven years old, the only thing that saved me from, from I mean, being totally confused about everything that was going on in my life was to write in my journal. It made Mm-hmm. I could flush out the truth. I could see what was really going on outside of what I wanted, outside of what I, I was so brokenhearted about. I started to see the truth bleed through that writing. I started to see the guidance infiltrate what I was writing, Marla, all right? So it was mm-hmm. almost like a form of channeling, like I was, I was kind of, you know, warping in between worlds you know i was in this world right. and I, i'd warp into the other world and and get and there'd be p- words and sentences and paragraphs on the page i'd go i don't remember writing or thinking any of that okay your guidance will right. come through and give you brilliant brilliant uh guidelines for what you're trying to figure out 
but you mm-hmm. got to start writing in your journal. So let's say you have somebody, they go out and they go, okay, this is an experiment. Instead of me taking this online dating seriously, I'm on, I'm on a mission. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be mm-hmm. like somebody that's a reporter reporting back to myself, and I've got to write it down. But everybody has to do that if they're trying to figure something out. This is a, a, a study project. I love that. That is so great because then you go back and look and, and sometimes you'll think, what was I thinking or what, you know, it's, yeah, That's absolutely. Right. Cause we don't even remember, we don't remember details and um, you know, later, even sometimes the next day. Nobody so. does. It's, it's not right. that the person just is stupid. Nobody's stupid. No. We're not used to being that conscious. That's what it is. Yeah. We're not used right. to becoming still. See, when you write in your journal, you become still. You're not chasing yeah. anything. You're, you're dredging it out, and you're taking it out of you, and you're putting it on the page. Now you can see it. Right. Yes, being conscious. It's so funny. I have a quick story about that. I was at Walmart on Sunday with my husband, and they had the cutest talk with these skulls on there, and I wanted to try it on. So I'm standing there waiting to go into one of the dressing rooms, and this man just frantically barged in front once somebody came out of one of the dressing rooms and then I was going to go in he frantically charged right past me like racing and slammed the door and went in there and and I was like wait a minute and I looked at the and and then I I said you know what that is not right and I I could wait it was fine but it was the principle of it I walked over there and I banged on that door so hard bam 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 and he said and uh he says I'm in here. I don't have my pants on. I said, I said, you cut in front of me. And he goes, I don't have my pants on. And I said, I, and he says, I didn't see anybody there that I cut in front of. I said, that's because you're not aware. You're not conscious. <laughs> right. And then, right. Then, then I left him alone. But, but I can see people going through life. I mean, how many times have people cut in front of me in line or you see them not even right. look, uh, making eye contact when you go to pay for something at a cashier or people, we need to be more aware, more conscious. And I love that about more. writing in your journal, be, becoming still and conscious of what's going on. Right, and, and the, the, the outcome from that, Marla, the byproduct that you don't even have to, to look for is a connection. When you do mm-hmm. that, when, when, you're, when your viewers do that, they have a, an, the byproduct is a connection first to yourself, which is very loving, by the way, right. and then to your guides. It just goes together. You can't even stop it from happening. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and every day you hear you you're connecting with your guides, right? You, I mean, you personally, oh, I'm oh. sure you're talking to them all the time. I, well, it, it's just I know what to do. You know, when you're connected to your guides, it takes the the beginning of this, the the intro you read. It takes the struggle mm-hmm. out, Marla. The struggle's right. gone. Mhm. Oh my and gosh, Linda, you know what? Nothing, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The struggle is struggle. nothing more than resistance. It's just resistance. Yeah, exactly. Well, I can't believe that the show is almost over. It was such a quick <laughs> talk because I do a 30-minute show, but I'm going to have you back on, and we're going to talk about uh, your coaching and what you do and how people can connect with your guides, but tell everybody where they can find you. Well, they can. the best place to go is to lindadeer.com. Uh, that's Linda, D as in David, E-I-R.com. Mm-hmm. And just go to my website, and 
the first thing to do is sign up at the very top. It says Linda's Weekly Guided Insights. Just sign up for the mm-hmm. insights. From that, you're going to yeah. find out when I'm live on Facebook every week, how you can join me, and actually have a conversation with your guides, a conversation, okay, where your guides are speaking directly to you. You know what I mean, Marla. Oh, and, yeah, you um, can go, come how, on those how, Facebook Lives, you guys, and you can ask a question, and, and they'll do it right there for you, Linda and, and, and Ray. They use their yeah. communication board and channel uh, messages, and it's just phenomenal. So, yeah, sign up for her. And, and, Amazon, Amazon, yep. and, and Amazon, you can find my books, Linda Deer. Just look up Linda Deer, and you'll find all my books. My uh, flagship book is called Guided, and it won yeah. uh, an award. It, it was the winner of the Body, Mind, Spirit International Book Award in 2017, and it's still a bestseller in, in any given category on any given day. It's still under 100. It is fantastic. You guys, go get guided. I absolutely loved it, and on the cover is a picture of, of uh, yeah. Linda's guide. She actually it's a photograph. Got, it, it appeared, and she photographed it, and it's, it's yep. the cover, so it's fantastic. It's, so I'm going to sign off, you guys. But, yeah, it's a photograph. <laughs> go ahead. You guys, I, um, go to my website and get your free self-love guided meditation at marlamartinson.com. And please, if you enjoy my podcast, consider leaving me a five-star review on iTunes. It helps others find the show, and I will greatly appreciate it. And I'm sending everyone much love. Until next time, bye, everybody. Thanks, Linda. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Mm-hmm.